Hi, everyone. I'm Barbara Beck, host of Welcome Home on Good Life 45. And you're listening to my good friends, Fritz, Mike, and Tina, right here on God Stories Radio, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement to the world through the power of the Christian testimony. Keep listening for a big blessing from the Lord. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 301. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. How y'all doing tonight? How you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing all right. All right, all right, all right. What's going on out there? I see a bunch of people on Mixler. Great. Glad to have you guys. It's good to be here. Good to be heard. Good to be seen. Every day's a bonus. Sure is. It's been quite a while since our last show, so. I know. We did the big session 300 hoopla, and we haven't had a show since, but by the grace of God, we are back. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to title the show. We're back. We're back. That's a great title. And they think apropos. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'd love to hear from you if you're, uh, on Mixler, and you can follow us. We've got a new page. It's uh, gsrlive.mixler.com. gsrlive.mixlr.com. And it's a web page you can go to and you can follow us and uh, see events on there and recordings, past recordings. And by the way, if you'd like to get to some of our earlier recordings, you can go to www godstoriesradio.com and click on uh, past episodes there and I think it'll take you to a page where you can get down to number one. Yeah, listen to all episodes and you should be able to drill down to get to the older stuff because it's not on, it's not listed on Spotify and I don't think it's listed on Mixler either. So um, for any of you interested in listening to any of those older episodes, uh, they are available uh, on our website. Yeah, so. I don't understand why Spotify is not showing like that. Uh, but anyway, you can get to all the way back to episode one featuring uh, yours truly and Mikey. Yeah. Mikey was uh, sweating profusely. <laughs> oh, I tell you, he was the biggest introvert I ever met. But man. Such a sweet man. Yes, he was. He came out of his shell, too. Yeah. He really did. He did. You know, the radio was his vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was uh, one of a kind for sure. One of a kind for sure. And uh, I miss him dearly. I know Fritz misses him dearly. And uh, we're just... Uh, Grateful for the time that we did have in his life and uh, grateful for the vision that he did have for GSR and grateful to be a part of it still. Um, You know, I think tonight we're going to talk a little bit about what's been going on over the last few months. Uh, It's been a lot. So um, I'm (laughs) amazed. I'm Hang on. Amazed that we can still stand here or sit here and talk. Um, incomplete sentences because it's been a wild ride. Well, you got that right. I don't even know where to start. Where do you want to start? Well, um, 
I, I feel like you have to start with June 1st. I think so too. Well, for most of you that follow GSR on a regular basis, and for those of you that are new that may not know, we lost our daughter uh, rather just suddenly on uh, June the 1st. And, you know, just to be transparent, I, I don't wish that kind of pain on anybody. And no parent should have to bury their children. And we suffered um, a lot through that time. And with that <laughs> suffering, I guess uh, it wasn't enough. I had to go on and have a stroke. And I had, here's the, here's the miracle with that, though. Uh, I uh, woke up with half of my mouth numb and the right side of my face. I had tremors and I couldn't hear. So she took me to the hospital. You couldn't hear well, right? Yeah, I mean, I could hear. You'd yeah. have to scream at me, but... Remind me to tell the Raven story too. Yeah. But uh, she took me down to the emergency room and I spent five days in South Lake emergency room and kudos to Dr. Nordquist because this was 4th of July weekend. Nobody's around. Yeah. And he took it upon himself to get some stuff done. And I won't bore you with all those details. I'd be glad to uh, sit down and tell you all that if you're interested, but I started to get worse and not better. And he decided to transfer me to ORMC, but it took five days to to get a bed and it took my nose to start bleeding. And then they found out I had six, um, what is it? Uh, cerebral, cerebral fluid, fluid leaks, leaks in my yeah. spine and my neck and forehead. Yeah. And on top of that, I had a subdural hematoma is what they call it or a brain bleed. So I had it going on and yeah. they put me in an ambulance and they took me to, ORMC, preparing for the worst and to do surgery, and I honestly was not feeling too well yeah. <laughs> at that point, and I I'm just going to be honest and transparent. I wanted to die at that point. I just wanted to go. I wanted to, you know, Aubrey was gone, but my wife, she was there every second of every day. And I just, it brings tears to my eyes to even talk about it. But I, uh, the miracle in this is I got down there to ORMC and two o'clock in the morning, a surgeon, a neurosurgeon wakes me up and he says, look, I've been over your scans back and forth sideways. He said, everything is normalized. Stable. Stable. Everything's stable. I can't find a reason to cut you open. <laughs> right? Okay. So I'm I'm so tired, but I'm thankful, you know. <laughs> I'm just praising the Lord under my breath. And he says, I'm gonna send you down for a, a 
lumbar puncture or, or floral where they inject the stuff into your spine and they took pictures. And he comes back the next day and he says, I don't see a benefit to doing surgery. And I said, I'm not going to argue with you. Right. So the next order of business was the brain bleed. And of course, that can't be easy either because I have an artificial heart valve. So I'm on anticoagulants or blood thinners. So, excuse me, I had the battle of the Titans in front of my bed saying, well, he needs to come off of the thinners. Well, you can't take him off of the thinners. And, I don't know, you know, it's like. Yeah, so cardiology versus neurology. It was it was awesome. <laughs> awesome to watch. But I came off of those blood thinners for three weeks. Which still blows my mind. Three weeks. And the last scan I had was a couple of weeks ago and. It looks like the bleed had has stopped and it's down to about four millimeters, the little mass or I guess the cap that's on there. And I'm I'm back to work. So I <laughs> I praise the Lord. I got a lot to be thankful for. I mean, there's a lot of sides sidebar stories in there I could tell, but that's the biggest one. And the only thing that you've walked away with from the stroke is the tremors. Right. I still have, you know, tremors occasionally and then slight numbness like I've been to the dentist mm -hmm. on the right-hand side in my cheek. But that's about it. I'm getting my strength back. I'm able to climb the stairs at work. Blood sugar's coming under control. I just, I just got a ton to be thankful for. And, you know, mostly... I got to be thankful for the GSR family and my church family because I'm telling you, I literally felt the presence of God. I felt the prayers yeah. lifting me up because when pastor came to see me, I was in a pretty dark place, you know, at that time. I just, whoo. And I tell you, there's power in prayer and in numbers and when people come together in mass and they pray for you, there's nothing like it. You feel it. Yeah. And I'm just grateful that they included me in those prayers too, you know, because they were praying for our yeah, family. I was just going to get to that. Because it's, I, I wouldn't have made it through this time either. Because... No, it's worse on you because you're the caregiver. So it's like three and a half weeks, basically after Aubrey passed, you have the stroke and then we get through that. And then, you know, it's another three weeks later and then I lose my job. So it's just. Is it's it just, okay if we be transparent with you guys? Because uh, we just, we appreciate this, the opportunity to tell the story. And hopefully it'll bless somebody that may be going through something as well. Yeah, it just. It didn't feel like a normal time in our lives because you guys know the last year has been very, very difficult for us health-wise as well as um, just, I mean, things just kept happening from July of last, well, actually a little bit before July of last year because that's when Fritz started with his, um, uh, had to have his heart stent. So, you know, it's been a year of just, 
it feels like almost like persecution, you know, from the enemy. Well, it's kind of a Job-like experience, a modern-day Job experience. I, uh, you know, even stemming way back to when I got the stent, that started all of it. And then I got Delta variant COVID that almost killed me. Yeah. And then it started from there. And then who saw, you know, Aubrey coming and... I don't know. I I told the staff at staff meeting, I, I I used to get out in the front yard and I would curse at the grass, <laughs> literally. And I just, uh, I didn't feel like God was present or that he was hearing me. But man, was I wrong. And maybe that's the big lesson is that, you know, even when you don't feel like he's there, he's still there. Yeah, and I'll I'll give you an example of that. Mm-hmm. Is I was talking to God out on the front lawn, mm-hmm. and when Aubrey passed, I just had this funky feeling. You know, I'm just like, Lord, is she really with you? Mm-hmm. I said, I want to know. You know, I know that I led her in the sinner's prayer when she was a young child. I had the privilege of doing that. But, you know, teenagers are teenagers and they do what they do and they make the choices. But I said, I want to believe that she loved you. You know, she wasn't always good at verbalizing that, but I just, I asked God for a sign. I said, I want an undisputable sign from you. I said, open my eyes. Make it so obvious that I can't refute it because I'm in pain, but I want to see it, you know? And I didn't think I'd get a burning bush, but I think this is pretty cool. So early on, I wouldn't get out of bed. And finally, Tina says, come on, get out of bed. Just ride with me down to Walgreens. You don't have to get out. I'll go through the drive through Just get out of this house. And I I gave her a hard time, but I went. I got in the car. We drove down and came back. When we pulled in the driveway, we both got out of the car. I think Tina got out before I did. But as soon as I get out of the car, I'm telling you a squadron of blackbirds, big blackbirds, go over the top of the roof in formation. I couldn't even make this up. And the sound, I don't know if you know what a helicopter sounds like or a Huey, but I mean, the thumping of the wings and stuff like that, right over the roof. And I turned, I thought, that was pretty cool. And then I turned back and they're all gone except for one. And we had the trash cans out because it was trash day. And there was still trash in the can. So this bird was facing opposite of the trash. So he wasn't. He landed on the trash can. He cans. landed on the trash can. He wasn't after anything in the trash. And he was looking at us square in the eye. And I'm telling you, this bird was huge. Yeah. And I know that there's um, blackbirds. I know there's ravens. I don't know if the ravens are larger, but 
this bird was absolutely colossal. Yeah, it was like the size of a cockatoo. And and he wasn't afraid. No, he was not afraid. And I'm, I swear, I was probably three feet from him in closing. And finally, I spoke to it. And I said, well, hello there. Like that. And that bird looked at me. And he looked back. He looked at me again, looked back. And then he flew up and over across the street onto the light post. And that's where he stayed till we went in the house. So I told, I, I told Tina when we got in the house, I said, does that a little strange to you? And she said, well, yeah, I mean, typically those blackbirds don't let you get very close. They scatter. This bird was not afraid. And I said, aren't, aren't blackbirds or ravens typically evil? And we, and we thought about it for a second, you know, and that Hollywood portrays them as evil. But you can find a lot of times in the Bible where ravens were dispatched mm-hmm. for things and God uses them. Yeah, because he, he used them uh, with Noah. You know, Noah's Ark, a raven was one of the birds to fly out of the ark. It was a dove and a raven, right? Right. But when you study that, when you really drill down and you study the meaning of the raven, it means provision from God's own hand. Provision from God's own hand. And I have to say, we've been experiencing that. We have experienced his provision. Because at one point, neither of us was working. Nope. Neither of us was working. And I mean, although it was brief that neither of us was working, I'm still not working. But you just only went back last week to work. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there has not been like that type of income coming in, but yet we've been provided for. Yep. Every step of the way we've never missed a meal. Yeah. And, and to me, when I look at our situation, I could honestly say that's only God, you know, it takes a lot to make a household run and that is only God. I'm just amazed at how he has provided for us stunned and astonished, you know? So it's, uh, I just, for me, I've been using this time to heal um, because it's been so difficult. I really felt like I was on the brink of collapse with all of it, it was just too much. It was just too much one thing after the other, after the other. And especially after the year we had with everything we went through with Fritz and my car accident, Mikey's passing, um, and then Aubrey's death, and then now a stroke. You know, it was, um, but I just felt like I couldn't take any more. I just felt like I was going to have a nervous breakdown, but somehow God held me together. I just don't know how he held me together, but he did. I just don't know how I didn't completely fall apart. 
I don't know how it's possible to not fall apart under those circumstances without God. Yeah. You know, he's the only thing that kept me together. He's always listening. And he means what he says when he says he'll never leave us or forsake us. He's always listening, even though it's quiet. And we've kind of gotten in the habit now where we'll go out and and catch the sunrise because... Sunset. Sunset. <laughs> not sunrise. Not in this house. But um, the sunset. And many times I've just asked the Lord, show us your glory. And man, sometimes we get a show. Yeah. Yeah, we sure do. But we just, we tell you guys all this not to um, weigh you down with our problems and our woes, but rather to give you encouragement and to know that as bad as it can get, because I feel like what we've gone through is is pretty bad. Um, as bad as it can get, he is still there through the midst of it all. You know, and we don't understand the reasoning for everything. You know, I tell my husband all the time that I feel that God chose to allow Aubrey to come home because he didn't want her to suffer anymore. I believe that with all my heart. Yeah. And I, and I stand on that because he's a God of mercy. I will never, his vast mercy yeah. and grace. And, you know, Aubrey had been living with chronic illness for many years um, since she was like two years old. And, um, you know, the last round that she was in the hospital, she was in the hospital for about 15 to 17 days. And it looked like her um, her liver was, liver was failing, shutting yeah. down. So, um, you know, she had been a double transplantee because she had a liver and a kidney transplanted when she was around, I think she was about 16. Yeah, I want to say that was Christmas 2013. or 17, yeah. yeah. And uh, she's been through a lot. A lot. I just want to take this time to welcome everybody on Mixler. We have a good crowd tonight. If you follow us on Mixler, I can see who you are and welcome you. Welcome, Robert Herman. Good to see you, brother. And there's about five other people. I can't tell who you are. So if you'll click the follow button, I can see who you are and give you a shout out. And actually, you can go over to our new page. It's uh, gsrlive.mixlrmixler.com. And there's a big follow button right in the upper right-hand corner. And you can follow us real quick, like we can see who you are, give you a big shout-out, because we love that you take your time, because we know everybody's busy. And we're just happy to be back, and we're just kind of rambling. We didn't have the a set theme tonight, except to really just kind of fill you guys in on what you've been praying about. Yeah. And we appreciate that. Yeah, we Because we pray for you too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, been a very long, hard road. Um, but without the people that care about us, without our, 
our family. We have to call everybody family because they love on us. They pray for us. You know, they just want to see good things for us. And, um, you know, our church family too. Wow. What a way they stepped up. Right. Everybody should be so blessed to have a church family like we do. Um, but just the support, the love, the encouragement, it's meant so much to us. And um, we're honestly very humbled by it. And, um, you know, the only, the only hope of sharing our pain is to help others so that other people can say, you know, they got through that. I can get through this too. You know, something just that simple. You kind of come to a crossroads and you can either run to him or run from him. I think that's the one thing that I can honestly say through all of this. It's given me a lot of perspective as to what's important and what's not really that big of a deal. Big amen to that. Because before, if I had ever lost a job, that would have just completely crushed me. Completely. I've never lost a job before. Um, And to lose it in the middle of a crisis. Yeah. That just, uh, that blew me away. But after losing Aubrey... And my husband having a stroke, it's sort of like, you know what? Well, nobody died here, you know, when I lost my job, I'm talking about. But, you know, so it's like, I feel like I can deal with that, you know, because I can go out and get another job. But people, you can't replace people. Nope. So. Man, well said, babe. That puts it in perspective. (laughs) Yeah. Think about that for a second. I know I spent part of today just thanking God that He didn't take you. You know. Oh, thank you, babe. I'm glad He didn't take me too. I had my uh, I had my doubts early on, but but not now. I feel like I'm in my right mind. It's questionable there for a while. <laughs> it's always been questionable, babe. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I had a sound effect for that or something. <laughs> oh, you love to push buttons. <laughs> He's searching for his sound effect button. <laughs> Had to give you a bad time on that one, though. You opened yourself up for that. Yeah, I sure did. Know what this show is? (laughs) Law and order. There you go. (laughs) The law and order around here. (laughs) Wow, guys, I'm so glad that you... uh, Came and hung out with us tonight. I wish we had a bunch of folks that were chatting with us right now, but uh, I'm just glad you're here and you're listening and you took time out to, of your uh, evening to spend 30 minutes with us. 
If you can't tell, we're just really happy to be here in every sense of the word. Yeah. Every day's a bonus, I always say. Yeah. And when we come to you next week, I'm sure we'll have a much more formulated plan. But again, this really the purpose was just to get back. And yeah, and just to say hello and let you know what you've been praying about, right. you know, for us and where we were and where we come from and to God be all the glory. Amen. And there's more great things to come. I just know. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. I can't wait to tell you guys about the good things because there's been so much sadness and sorrow. It's going to be a real blessing and a real joy to be able to share the happy times with you as well. So thank you for sharing in the sad times. And I, like I said, joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning and I can't wait. Happy to hear you guys laugh. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate that, brother. I really, really do appreciate all of you. Well, all right. I think that about wraps it up for session 301. I think you're right. So it's so good to, again, thank you. Thank you for coming out and, uh, and spending 30 minutes with us tonight. I know everybody's busy. Check out um, gsrlive.mixler.com. It's a page. You can go there and follow us and check out events and past recordings and all kind of cool stuff. Or www.godstoriesradio.com. You can uh, get all the past episodes and anything your hearts desire there. Yep, there's 300 other ones out there. Yep, and if your heart's desires to throw a little change in the in the bucket, you can do that as well. That helps uh, keep the ministry funded and going, and we appreciate that as well, and all the people that do that for us, and and we appreciate the people that just pray. Yes, I can't tell you. Couldn't make it without it. What tell that you right means now. to us. Man, big time. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap it up tonight for session 301. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. God bless you. God bless.